two, three, funk it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a championship episode of the whatever you want to call a podcast. Before I start this podcast, I'd like to say something. Anything is possible! I'm sorry, I had to do that. I had to do the KG. I'm sorry. I'm excited. <laughs> I told you. I told you. I told everybody that the Bucks were going to win. And I'm sorry. I'm excited. I'm very, 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 very excited. The Bucks won. I ain't gonna say I called it, but I called it. I said Bucks and Six. Y'all can, y'all can go at y'all can go to my uh, my early podcast when I said Bucks and Six. Y'all can go to my podcast. I said Bucks and Six, but I said I gave them more respect. And I said it might go to seven, but you can look back at my older podcast. I said it. I called it. I said Bucks and Six. So. I ain't gonna say I said I told you so, but I told you so. I'm I'm sorry for anybody that doubted me. That that's what I just want to tell you. I told you so. But anyways, let's go on with the podcast. I'm really excited. Like I said, this is a championship podcast episode talking about the Milwaukee Bucks, the NBA championships champions. Uh, but we like I would uh, and before I get into talking about the Milwaukee Bucks, I want to congratulate the Phoenix Suns for getting this far. Congratulate Monty Williams, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Aiden, Mikael Bridges, uh, Jay, uh, Jay Crowder, all them guys on the Phoenix Suns staff and the Phoenix Suns players. Congratulate to you guys for even getting this far because didn't nobody expect y'all to get this far. And now that y'all have a taste for it, y'all gonna probably be back. I would see. I wouldn't be surprised if they give get get to uh, this again. And people are saying like Chris Paul should retire. I mean, Chris Paul is his window is closed. Which I mean. It for me is like really, I don't know, man. I, I think Chris Paul, he, I don't think it's it's closed, it's cracked. <laughs> I think it's it's not closed yet. I I still have a little bit of faith in Chris Paul and them guys. I think they just need one more superstar, and I think a guy like a like a a guy like Ben Simmons could add that. A guy like Ben Simmons could, and I don't know how they could make that deal happen. I mean, and I'm going random right now, or not random, but I'm just. Thinking of like players that are age, free agents right now, a guy like Victor Oladipo that's on the market, that's gonna be on the market a couple. I mean, a guy like John Collins, if you can somehow pay him, well, I don't think you probably get John Collins, but some guy will get like a, a, a Ben Simmons, or if you can pay him that much or whatever, get cut some contracts off. I don't know, but I don't think you can get Ben Simmons, but uh, like somebody like a a Victor Oladipo that's on the market. I mean, I'm trying to think of some other guys. It's a lot of free agents. It's gonna be a, a lot of free agents next year or this year, actually. Really, if you do because season's over, pretty much this year. It's a lot of agents, a uh, free agents. I mean, if you can get some uh, good draft picks, you find a good draft pick in the draft. I believe that they can make it back here next year. If they just, I think they're just one piece away from getting back here next year, which is highly possible for them to do. So I'm not gonna say his window is closed. It's cracked. 
It's cracked. It's like, you know how you, when you open a window and you just like, okay, don't don't open it all the way, just crack it a little bit. Just get some air so you can see, you can feel some air. That's what it is right now. It's, it's cracked. It's not closed. I'm not going to say it's closed yet because I still believe with the, the the roster that they have, DeAndre Aiden is young as hell. D Book is still young as hell. Chris Paul, I mean, he's older, but I mean, he has experience. Now they have all these guys have experienced this. Now they know what it takes to be get here. No matter what goes on next year, they're gonna know this feeling. They're gonna know the 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 feeling of defeat. They're gonna know the feeling of how to beat a team and what to do to defeat a team. And I just I believe that it's not closed yet. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Um, I'm giving Chris Paul and them guys some respect. Put some respect on Chris Paul, D Book, all them guys' names, and fuck analytics. <laughs> this game, this series, basically put a middle finger up on analytics because everybody, everybody, every analytic person or a person. I'm not an analytic person, even though I was really good at math and all this stuff and whatever. But I'm not an analytic guy. But this, this was basically a middle finger to analytics or analytic guys. Because everybody thought, oh, you got to make more threes and all this stuff. And, yeah, yeah, we got to make more threes. And you don't, The mid-range game, you shouldn't be doing that no more. But this basically, this series was a middle finger to that. Because that was all they was doing. Chris Paul, D-Book, Chris Middleton, Drew Hotty even sometimes. Giannis at times. Where just They were just making mid-range shots. This 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 series, that's all it was about. Mid range. Who had the best mid range? The 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 series. I mean, the game. I think game five where Giannis. Not it was game five. Yeah, game five or four where Chris Middleton and Drew Hot. Not Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton and and Devin Booker went off just making mid range shots. So for me, it just the two and then the two uh, clutch shots by Chris Middleton were mid range shots that in the series were mid range shots. So. This, I, like I said, this series was a middle finger to analytics or analytic guys, whatever you want to call it. But for me, man, I like I, said, I want to congratulate this Phoenix Suns. I'm, I, I don't, I have much respect for Chris Paul. Like I said on my podcast, I don't know if I said it, but I'm saying now, Chris Paul is one of the greatest point guards of all time. One of, I'm not gonna say what 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 number he is, but he's one of the greatest point guards of all time in my era. He's top five. He's top five in my era. That's hands down. He's probably number one in my in my era, specifically. Like I said, in my era, in the two thousand ish, nineties ish era, he's my favorite point guard. I'll say I'll say that instead of saying number one, he's the best. He's my he's my favorite point guard. So I give respect to Chris Paul and all that stuff. I don't think he should retire. I don't think it. He's his window is closed. It's cracked. Is all days closed yet? It's cracked. I don't think we. I don't, and I'm gonna have a take. I'm, I actually do have a take that I wasn't gonna spill. I didn't. I was gonna talk about it uh, Tuesday, but I just didn't want to jinx myself. And I, I don't believe in jinx or nothing like that. But I just believe that if I say something, I overreact. I don't want people to overreact on it. But it, this might be overreaction a little bit. You may never know. But this is my. This is just straight my opinion. And just this is my opinion on basis, and I'm basing it on how the Eastern Conference is looking, and how the Western Conference is looking. I believe, this is my this is my take, I believe people are, people. a lot of people have been saying, who's going to be the next dynasty? Who's going to be the next dynasty? They're looking at the Nets and saying, they're, they could be the next dynasty, which is a highly, a, a great possibility. There are people are saying, oh, Lakers, if they can get one more piece, if they can get Dane, 
that could be a dynasty. They're saying Dallas Mavericks with Porzingis or Luka, whoever's running that team, could be a dynasty. They they're saying multiple teams. Steph Curry, if they can get a Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, if they can get another superstar at at their likeness or at their their style of play or at like at their level, could be a next dynasty. They can repeat as another dynasty again. People are talking about multitude of people or multitude of teams that could be dynasties. But for me, truly, I believe the dynasty is right in front of your face. And the dynasty, I believe that the next dynasty is the Milwaukee Bucks. I truly believe that. And you might say, man, you're a homer. Of course, you're going to pick the Bucks at the best dynasty. No, I'm saying it on these simple facts. You look at the facts. You look at these this stuff right here. You don't have anybody. Your course players, Drew Holiday, Chris Milton, and Giannis are going to be with the franchise for at the least four years. Four years. You got them for four, four to five years at the least. All four of them. I mean, all three of them. You got the core guys, Chris Milton, Drew Holiday, and Giannis for the next four years. And you got to realize, Giannis, even the crazy thing, what's the scary thing about Giannis is he did this whole game without making it really jumpers. Like, he made like two or three jumpers and one three. And the rest of them was free. The rest of them was free throws and and uh, and and paint points and twos. So for me, I just believe that Giannis is going to get better. He's going to get better and better. He's not going to. You're not going to always have to build that wall around him. It like I believe that Giannis is going to get better next year. Which I don't know why. I was watching this uh this podcast called The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and. And uh, Rob Parker, which is a great podcast, by the way. I love Chris Bussard and his takes. And I love Rob Parker and what he talked about. And Aaron, Like, I love that. But at the end of the day, I, I, I was watching, and I was watching the episode when he had the guy named Ryan Hollins. Collins, I don't know what his name. Ryan Hollins. He played for, I think, the Brooklyn Nets and a couple other teams. He's pretty much a journeyman, basically. I mean, guy, one of the journeyman type of guys. But he said, which is crazy because I watched it, and then Giannis went off for 50, so it was it was. Kind of ironic that he said that and it, what he said, and then Giannis went off a of 50. So he said it was a take that he had, a take that he thought he had or whatever, said that Giannis got worse since 2019. And if you're a casual fan, you're like, what? He got worse in 2019. He's won two MVPs. Oh, he's the same kind of type of guy. He's this, this, and that, which – I will give him some type of credit a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. Because he didn't, at the time, Giannis didn't, at the time, I think, I don't know what time they did it or if it was a week or so or if they just posted it at around that time. But I get, I somewhat get what he was talking about. At the same time, I don't. Because I'm like, if you watch this playoffs, you can obviously see Giannis is not just, he does not a regular season MVP. And I think that's the reason why he didn't win MVP this year, even though he had a kind of the same kind of stat he had last year when he won MVP. It just, I think, like I said, uh, voters fatigue. When you, they see you, okay, you win a, a couple MVPs, and okay, and they see you like, okay, you're not really doing that in the playoffs, and you're really not an MVP. You only do stuff in the regular season, and then you f- flat out in the playoffs. You go flat in the playoffs, That's and that's, that's a better word, but you go flat, flat in the playoffs. And I think now that he won if the finals would be, and now that he proved to everybody that he's not just Giannis, he's not just a Greek freak. He's not just, oh, a regular season MVP. He's a finals MVP. This, this guy had 50 points, 
14 rebounds, five blocks, and two assists. This man was putting a on a show last night in Milwaukee. And Milwaukee was lit. We was lit, baby. I mean, I, and I'm still lit off of this. I'm still not. I'm, it's still a hangover, man. Man, it just, it, it still don't, I mean, if you're a Bucks fan, shout out to y'all. And shout out to me because I'm a Bucks fan also. But there are people that are casual fans. That's why I'm like, bruh, anybody that's saying Giannis still, oh, he's not a superstar and he's not this great, shut up. Please shut up. Please shut the entire hell up. Let let Giannis have this one. And you know what Giannis done, did last night that not a lot of people have done? For example, KD. People say KD is a great player, which he is. He's a great player. He's an all-time great player. One of the best clutch shooters. One of the best knockdown shooters. The efficient shooters. Efficient shooters in the game. LeBron also. One of the best players of all time. I already said He's the GOAT for me. All-time GOAT over LeBron, over Jordan. Yes, I said it. He's uh, the GOAT over Jordan. All but With all that being said, he did something that LeBron and Katie didn't do. All that Katie didn't do. And that's when his first ring, which I think he's going to win multiple, but he won his first ring with his original team. LeBron won it with his original team, but he did it the, sec- the, the third time around. Katie d- haven't done it yet have won all his rings from the Golden State Warriors. And for me, I just truly believe this is a moment in history that we're not going to forget. This is a one of the best closeout games of all time. And I've been watching basketball. I said I've been watching basketball for about 20 years of my life. Most of my most of my life I've been watching basketball. And I haven't seen a lot of closeout games because of course I was young at the time, but the closeout games I didn't saw, I saw the LeBron closeout game with the triple double. I didn't saw, uh, what am I trying to think of a lot of close, the Golden State closeout game when, before they, when they won a first championship. Um, I didn't saw the Celtics closeout games. I didn't saw multiple Celtics closeout games. I didn't saw so many closeout games. It don't make no sense. I'm a sports fan, so I watch a lot of shit. So, um, a lot of bas- a lot of basketball. So, and I already told you guys that was my first love. So I will always have love for basketball, no matter if I don't play it or not. Or no matter if that's not my favorite sport at the time. And for me, man, I this people don't realize how much it's meant for the city to win a championship and to do it the way they did it. They didn't go out and go build a super team. They didn't go out and say, okay, I'm a Giannis, go out and say, okay, KD, come here. Or LeBron, come here. Come to Milwaukee. He did it with the guys they did it to with. And I said, this is a this is an example of you could do it by yourself. And Giannis, the crazy, the crazy thing about this whole thing is Giannis 26 years old. He still has, he's not even in his prime of his career yet. That's the that's the that's the crazy and scary thing about Giannis is he's not even in the prime of his career right now. He doesn't even have a jumper yet, a consistent jumper yet. He's Probably still probably not going to do well on the free throw line, but it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, like Shaq said, I might not make all my free throws, but I'm making when they count. And Giannis, he might not make all the free throws in the playoffs and whatever, but he made them when they count. He was 17 of 19 for the free throw line last night. It almost what it was 80% from the free throw line. I'll just round it out. It was like 79 point something, but it was pretty much 80%. Uh, Giannis did everything last night. He played defense. He played point guard. 
He played center. He pretty much guarded. People said Drew Holiday is the best two-way player on the Bucks, which I will give him that he's the second best. Giannis is the first. Dennis is probably Drew. Dennis is probably Chris. The best two-way player on the Bucks is Giannis Adetokounmpo, and he showed that last night. He showed why he's the two-time MVP. He showed everybody why he's the defensive player of the year. Put some respect on his name, damn it. Like, I'm I'm tired of people going at Giannis. And Giannis has been getting ridiculed since for two years straight, Sam, talking about what he couldn't do, talking about, oh, he misses Rito. He melts in the playoffs. Oh, he does this. He does that. Fuck all that. He won. He's a champion. Now what you got to call him, you, all, you can call him anything name you want. But what you need to call him, you need to call him NBA champion, damn it. I'm passionate about this, baby. I'm sorry. I'm emotional. I'm cussing a little bit. I tried to stop cussing. I'm trying to do this thing where I'm trying not to cuss no much. But damn it, I'm happy. I'm. It's a, it's a championship. What Wednesday? Is it Wednesday? Yeah, a championship Wednesday today. I'm forgetting my train of thought. Shoot, so I'm so geek today, man. I'm so excited, man. And like I said, I'm a uh, Harper again. People don't realize how much this means for our city and my city. I'm gonna say my city. This is our city because this was a team effort. The fans coming in and out, coming in when we were down two zero, when the Bucks were down two zero against the Phoenix Suns, came in, packed the house out, and and came and did their job and was being fans. The same thing when we were down 2-0 against Brooklyn, came in and and did their thing. And same thing when we lost our first game against Atlanta. Did the same thing, came in and out, played, came in. And shout out to the Mike Bulldozer because I was really critical. I can say this. I was really critical of Mike Bulldozer. I'm not going to say I didn't want him to get fired, but – I was really critical of Mike Bunos and his adjustments in the playoffs. But he is you gotta give him credit, man. You gotta give him credit for adjusting, for playing and adjusting. For adjusting the game and saying, okay, forget this. Forget all what everybody's talking about. Adjust, adjust, adjust. This series, what it was a what this series came down to is Mike Bunoser made the better adjustments this series. The adjustment that they made was playing small ball, letting Giannis play at the five, rebounding the ball, attacking the paint, doing everything, everything they could, and showing that they're the bigger, they're a better team in this series. They, that's truly what it was. Like, let's put it, let's just put it in perspective. The only reason why we put the, 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 it was multiple team, multiple things why we put, the Suns, most people put the Suns in front of the Bucks to win the series. Of course, they won a CP three to win, finally win his first ring, of course, which I would have loved too if it was somebody else. If the Bucks wasn't in their uh, final, I probably would have been rooting for CP three also. But and on, on top of that, people were saying because of CP three, they were picking the Buck, the, the, the Phoenix Suns. And because if you was to tell the truth, if CP three was one on the Bucks, I mean, on, on the Suns, we probably wouldn't be talking about it. They probably wouldn't even make the playoffs. They probably would have been scratching the surface or an eight seed or something. And no, no offense to Devin Booker because he played his ass off this series. Had two four, 40 point games back to back. He get all my respect. He been getting my respect. He's been ball a baller. He's been a basket maker and a, a clutch shooter. So much respect to him. But 
at the end of the day, they wouldn't even be uh we be in the playoffs if it wasn't for Chris Paul. And that that coaching staff, shout out to James Jones. I know it was James Jones. I think it's yeah, James Jones and that staff for putting that team together. So for me, man, shout out to all the the, the Phoenix fans, Phoenix Suns fans for and shout out to that uh the uh the 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 famous fan the fans the, the Bucks and four uh not Bucks not Bucks and four but the Suns and four fan thank you for telling how many games y'all lost lost straight thank you for telling that because I know you you and but think about this we've been the about Milwaukee think about Milwaukee is and y'all difference between our fans and y'all fans Phoenix is that y'all kind of overreact y'all y'all new to this game we we've been there before. We 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 were we more realistic. We actually gave y'all respect and said Bucks and six. Y'all said Bucks and four. Y'all uh, Bucks and six. Y'all went as far as saying that we were gonna get swept. Like really, really, really. Y'all really thought y'all was gonna beat us four straight. That that was it's laughable. That 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 Suns and four is old as balls right now. Like it's it's so old right now. That. That's that 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 uh sons and four uh quote is spoiling like the milk I got in my my refrigerator that I need to take out now, which I now figured out and I just said it and that makes me look nasty now. But it's older than that milk in my my refrigerator. Like that's how old it is right now. That that that's 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 not going too well for you right now, bro. But shout out to the prophet, the the guy. That manifested the guy that we originate the Bucks and Six from. My guy, Brandon Jennings. B G B G. Well, not B G, really. BJ. Brandon Jennings. Dynamite. Brandon Jennings, man. Shout out to him, bro. Shout out to him. He's the one that originate the Bucks and Six. He's the 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 prophet. The 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 guy that that prophesied the Bucks and Six in us. And we we and we knowing us Milwaukee fans, we went all along with it. And think about this, our, our us Milwaukee fans is that we don't just say stuff just to say stuff. We don't say stuff out of emotion like most Suns fans did and said Bucks and Four. I mean Suns and Four. And we don't say stuff out of emotion. We at least give y'all respect. We be realistic. We said Suns and uh, Bucks and Six, and we won in six. So at the end of the day, I give respect to the Phoenix Suns and all these guys. And for me, like I was going to talk about, actually, before I went on this tirade about, about talking about the Milwaukee Bucks, I believe this this show, Dame, I feel like if I'm Dame Leather and I'm looking at this, this series, I'm like, just stick it out. This this is what that series told me. Just stick it out one more year or a couple more years just to see what happens. Because now you have a new system with Chauncey Billups. Let him rebuild that system. Let him start a new, not start a new franchise, but let him rebuild that culture from the, and think about it is about the Portland Trailblazers. It's not like they're like the Phoenix Suns where they had to rebuild from the, from scratch or whatever in a year. They are, or they're not like a bad team. They have legit stars. CJ McCollum. They have Nurkic. They have Carmelo if he's still on contract with them. They have guys that are legit stars. They have Damian Lillard. They have God like Damian. You are an all transcendent player. This, if you're not looking at, if Damian Lillard should stay with the Portland Trailblazers, I was the first one to tell him that he should leave. But I, I believe 
He should stay. With this series showed, if you stay with your team long enough, eventually you will win. You will get the big one. You will win the big one. And I believe Portland Trailblazers, they're just a piece away. I that's what I see. I did the same thing that uh Miami is in, the same place that Phoenix Suns are in, and the same place I think the Clippers are in. Because I think Clippers, even though people are saying, Oh, the Clippers should have because a lot of people were saying a la Skip Bayless said, Oh yeah, they would have been in the championship this year and they would have won. Yeah, 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 but they couldn't win without they couldn't win without Kawhi We won without Giannis for two games, so shut up. Leave it alone. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm just I, at this point, I'm just tired of people just saying, I hate when people do that. Oh, yeah, if KD would have hit the inches. Yeah, like, and I hate when people say that, oh, well, KD, if KD, KD, if KD would have had his foot back a little bit further, them inches, he, the Bucks would have, we wouldn't be talking about them. Yeah, we could say the same thing about the Seahawks and the Patriots. Yeah, we, we could say the same thing about the Seahawks and the Patriots when the Seahawks won because the Seahawks played coach, the coaching thought it was smart to pass the ball on third and in inches and they could have ran the ball and won the game but they instead they passed the ball got picked off and the Patriots won we could talk about that but we're not we're not going to talk about that because you know why because the Patriots are the Patriots and they are going to they people going to celebrate the Patriots that's why they're not going to talk about oh well they barely they could have barely won they if if the Seahawks would have ran the ball then we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Patriots. So for me, man, at the end of the day, I just got to get respect where respect is due. Like I said, shout out to the Phoenix Suns and Monty Williams and all them guys. Shout out to them for having a great season because didn't nobody expect them to be here. Shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks, their staff, their, I mean, MVPs. I mean, Peter Tucker, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, man. I mean, David Chenzo, Brent Forbes. I'm trying to name everybody that was on the team. All these guys that played their role. This and this is what you call. This is why I believe that you can win a championship without a super team because you saw it. This is a formula. The and it's not even a. The, the Milwaukee Bucks are not the only team that have done this. The Spurs have done this multiple times with five championships, like winning it like this, winning it by 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 planning your role and playing your role and saying, okay, you get this guy, I got this guy. And we're gonna do our we're gonna do we're gonna do the damn thing. Like it just, that's what it is about. And I think some nowadays, some people, some young people, young young players might still end up going to teams, but that's why I think people were so uh negative about Chris not Chris Paul, but Paul George, about why he went to Clippers and they like, okay, you running for the game, like Dame Little was I don't think he was heated at him, but why he had so much smoke for Paul PG, because it was like Paul George, it was like, okay, you wanted from it. Like you don't you don't want to work hard. You don't want to bust your ass for it. You want to get it the easy way. And sometimes the easy way is not always the good way. Because at the end of the day, I'm not gonna say KD doesn't he he don't accept the ring, but even you you see sometimes where KD kind of and I don't want KD to go up and come at me because he might come at me, but I hope he does, because I want to talk to him and have a good conversation. So I really might I might just end up saying it because I don't really care. I love KD. And we can talk this out. We can hash this out. We can talk it on Twitter, Instagram. And Katie, if you want to tweet me, my Twitter is Marquis95Sports. We can talk about it. I already don't care. Um, we can go on Instagram Live. I got my Instagram at uh, Marquis95Sports also. M-A-R-K-E-S-E 95Sports. That's all together. 
you go to my Facebook and we can do Facebook Live. My Facebook on my on the whatever you want to call it. It's called the whatever you want to call it podcast. Facebook page, you can go to that. You can go to that and you can watch you, you can we can do Facebook Live like that. Don't really matter. You can go to my uh regular Facebook, Marquise Nash. You can go there and type in my podcast. I mean, not my podcast, but my name. You can, we can go on Facebook Live like that and message me. We can have a Facebook Live and we can talk about it like that. But even for me, I'm not going to say Katie doesn't love his rings. I mean, of course, rings are rings. But at the end of the day, I think if he was to come back to OKC and win a championship in OKC, he would. I don't say he doesn't feel fulfilled. He doesn't feel fulfilled not winning a championship in his, in his own city. But I, I can bet you any money if Katie was to come back and win one in OKC, and he will he would probably take that ring to be one of his best rings over the ones he won with Golden State. If he was to say, okay, same thing for LeBron. I could bet you money. LeBron probably cares about the ring he won with Cleveland than he won the one what he won the two he won in, in Miami and, and the one with the Lakers. The same thing for uh, uh Steph Curry. The one he won without KD, he probably feel the two, I think one or two that he won without KD was the one he I think he cares about more. And it's not it's not discounting KD and not we're not a KD a bad KD day. But even LeBron, like I said, I'm talking about LeBron and Steph, where the guys that we talk about having rings with a super team, the both teams, uh, LeBron and Steph Curry have won one without a super team. And I can bet you any money, like I said, I can bet you any money that they care about them rings more than they care about the rings they won with a so-called super team. So for me, man, I thank you guys for listening to the podcast. But before I go, i like to uh, shout out to all everybody that's been listening to this podcast, this journey that I've been going through in this podcast life. I thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in, man. Of course, I'm be back. I'm still gonna be doing a podcast. It's not like I'm taking a break, cause I'm not. I'm not. I really, really not taking a break. I'm just. Uh, I'm just saying bye for now. Um. Uh. I'm probably do another podcast Saturday talking about football, cause I'm getting. We now we're getting prepared for the NFL. So we're gonna talk about a little bit about football Saturday morning. Well, not Saturday morning, but you know what I mean. But um, y'all, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I thank you guys for. Tuning in to the podcast, like I said, you, if you want to tweet me, you can tweet me at Marquise95Sports, M-A-R-K-E-S-E-95Sports, or you can go to my uh, my Instagram at Marquise95Sports also, or my Facebook page at the whatever you want to call it podcast Facebook page, or you can go to my personal Facebook page at Marquise Nash, and you can type my name in, and you can type in, and once you do that, you can, you can tweet me. Instagram me or whatever, whatever you want to do, man. It's all I'm. I'm about it. I'm about to smoke. Say <laughs> whatever. But um, I thank you guys for listening. If you want to listen to this podcast episode or further podcast episodes, future podcasts or past podcast episodes, you can go to the whatever you want to call it podcast on Spotify, not Spotify Stitcher, not Spotify Stitcher. You can go to Apple Podcasts or Apple iTunes. I will see you guys next episode. Peace. See ya. Anything is possible! Bye.